the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. 512 days to go. 512 days of this bull dung. See, what the mafia is trying to do is demoralize the opposition. But what they underestimate is how obvious their corruption is. Everybody sees it. See, I'm going to give you a little light at the end of the tunnel. It's hard when you live in a sewer of corruption like Chicago, Crook County, or Illinois in general. That is a sewer of corruption in the laughing stock of the country. But around the country in decent areas, people are outraged, man. I'm telling you, they are outraged. Because these people outside of that hub of corruption, the mafia of Chicago, they can read. And they understand that there's an issue at hand. And they also understand that this is absolute and total corruption. Now, on Friday, we talked specifically of the puck-faced Jack Smith, the hand-picked asset of the Chicago Mafia. And I had said he spent some time in Chicago. But what do we really know about this caballero? Trump's special counsel's wife worked on Obama film and donated to Biden. The wife of newly appointed special counsel Jack Smith is a filmmaker who produced a movie about former First Lady Michelle Obama and donated to President Biden's 2020 campaign. So now, among decent people, that's a scandal. Now, in the sewer of Chicago, that's clout. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Can I get a kiosk at O'Hare? How about Midway? It's not as rich, but nobody looks. And this is how it works. This is why F. Chuck Todd's wife, dimwit lobbyist for the mafia. This is how it goes. And little Dick Durbin, wife of lobbyist. See, that's normal in sewer corrupt cities and states. But it's not normal writ large. And people who thought themselves to be sympathy, have sympathy for the Democrat policies, call themselves Democrat. I'm a JFK Democrat. They're getting awful sick and tired of pretending that this is not a third world corrupt government we have in charge. Katie Chavigny is credited as a producer on Becoming, a 2020 documentary about Obama and Federal Election Commission records show. This is from News Nation. You can Google it for yourself and check it up on the evil YouTube. Although, Honey Bunny, what was that one clip? You remember I sent you and it was pulled down, what, within an hour? Oh, yeah, that was about the billion-dollar scandal to an EV company that didn't exist like six months ago. That she donated $2,000 in support of Biden's presidential run that same year. Becoming centered on the former First Lady's 2019 book tour, promoting her memoir of the same title. Big Mouth Productions, where Chavigny is employed as a director and producer, is listed as one of the production companies that worked on the film. Chavigny and Big Mouth Productions also worked on the 2018 documentary titled Dark Money. 
The film is described as a political thriller that takes viewers to Montana, a front line in the fight to preserve fair elections nationwide. See, I'm against dark money, too. I think the vast majority of Americans are against dark money. But who's really the best at dark money? Billionaire financier George Soros is handing his 25 billion U.S. dollar empire to his son Alex. A 92-year-old is also known as the man who broke the Bank of England. From when he short sold $10 billion worth of pounds sterling in the 1992 Black Wednesday financial crisis, effectively he took on the Bank of England, which eventually folded in its attempt to prop up the proud. And Soros's quantum fund then netted a billion-dollar profit. He did a similar thing with the Thai baht in 1997, which resulted in a collapse in Thailand's currency. Soros previously said he didn't want his family to take over his philanthropic funds, known as the Open Source Funds. Soros is known to have donated more than 30 billion US dollars during his lifetime. 30 billion he's donated to only one party, the American Mafia Party of Democrats. $30 billion to build this organization over decades and decades and decades. And what they've done now with the persecution of Donald Trump is not only bring sympathy to him, but tip their own cards. And the people who are smart and can read and are not in this scam and are repulsed by a corrupt government are all aware of it, all of us. That being said... I still think they'll win in 2024, 512 days from now. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. And that explains you in the diapers with the fake root canal hiding you in a chamber so we can pretend you're not completely full of dementia, which you are. In the meantime, there's another reality that we can't get away from, and it's something that no one is talking about. You see the economy under this idiot, and all Democrats, it really sucks. Now, they do well, like in Illinois, as they gave themselves 5.5% on top of, what, 11.5%, so they're at about 17%, give or take, that the Illinois legislatures have given themselves a raise in the last six months. But among the rest of the world, we just learned foreclosure filings are up 14%. There's a big warning of foreclosure filings. And the upward trajectory has been heightened never more than 2009. More people are going into bankruptcy than they were in 2009. This isn't just a housing bubble. Existing home sales dropped 14.8% in May. New applications to buy homes down 30%. One recent study found that a whopping 8 million Americans are currently living in rentals that are behind at least two months. This is the kind of economy... That causes chaos in this country. You know, other countries, they're used to a certain slave and failure mindset. For the most part, if you're outside of Democrat areas, this one is not. The commercial real estate business, one of the most epic losses, are in San Francisco. You see, it turns out $725 million has not been paid from the uh, park hotels and resorts. That's just one. When this stuff comes home to roost, the bankruptcies that will follow will be more than in 2010, considering that the initial job claims rose to levels not seen since the pandemic. This is the kind of stuff that is going to be hard to run on. Now, all they really want is Donald Trump out of the way, because Donald Trump has a quality that not a lot of them have. I think Vivek Ramaswamy has it, but not a lot of them. And that is to give people hope and the idea that they themselves are important. You see, the trick here is to balkanize and have a collective society that turns to its abusers for help. And this is a bipartisan issue. 
And this has never been more obvious than the people who are running against Donald Trump. Now, Asa Hutchinson is somebody we never heard of. He's a ridiculous-looking fellow with a comb-over. Another ridiculous-looking fellow who's everybody, who everybody has heard of is Chris Christie. And what Chris Christie did this weekend is try to make noise in a room where there were 32 people. Boss, it'll be defined by what I have. Wait, wait. The grift from this family is breathtaking. It's breathtaking. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Kushner walk out of the White House and months later get $2 billion from the Saudis. $2 billion from the Saudis. You think it's because he's some kind of investing genius? Or do you think it's because he was sitting next to the President of the United States for four years doing favors for the Saudis? That's your money. That's your money he stole. And gave it to his family. You know what that makes us? A banana republic. What makes us a banana republic is we have political whores such as yourself, Chris Christie. See, I remember not only when you shut down the beaches and put your fat ass out there like a beluga whale, but I remember exactly who you are and where you're from. And I also remember you not just only hugging Barack Obama because he gave you welfare money, but embracing Donald Trump because he, too, brought government money to your miserable, failed state. One of the only worst states other than Illinois in the country. Same kind of leadership and the same kind of Republicans. And these are the ones who cheer for the wrongful persecution. It's not a prosecution. It's a persecution of anybody who threatens this La Cosa Nostra. The good news is we're not going to lose. Because in Florida, I could tell you this. Democrats, people who lean Democrats, even people who supported this dimwit in diapers, knowing they weren't supporting him, they were supporting the mafia. This is a lot to swallow what you're seeing today. Is that, I mean, is the obstruction, I mean, that one of the arguments people have made is when others have held classified materials, you know, the government's requested back, they have provided it. This has been a much longer process. Is that, does that make any difference here? No, it doesn't. Uh, Nobody has to cooperate with the government when the government is trying to get you on a criminal charge. Uh, You're entitled to uh, play hardball. And that's what he says he was doing. And that's what he did. So I think the obstruction charge is actually not a particularly strong one. Um, And if I were in charge of this prosecution with that tape in hand, I might have just gone under the Espionage Act and the and the tape recording and not fooled around with the boxes moved and this and that uh, and trying to indict his body man, the man who uh, Navy Navy person who was with him all the time. Uh, the only reason they indicted him is to try to get him to flip. We know that prosecutors can use it. Now, people are conflating the issues at hand. You cannot compare what the Democrats don't go through to what Republicans go through. Because there's a reason they don't go through it. And what makes me laugh is when it's on CNN by a guy named Honig. This is not our Honig, the capitalist pig. This is another Honig. Sarah makes a great point about the Hunter Biden investigation at DOJ. This is preposterous. This has been pending, according to our reporting at CNN, since 2018. Five years And this, by the way, this investigation is not the laptop. This investigation is a tax issue. Did Hunter Biden declare his income? And a a sort of obscure gun law. Did he possess a gun while he was addicted to drugs, which you're not allowed to do under federal law? Did he lie about that? But five years, I mean, that's a five-week investigation. Somebody, And this spans the Trump administration and the Biden administration. Someone's got to make a call in this case. I don't know what is going on, but it's... When CNN does that, that is a good thing for us. If we're against this mafia, because even propagandists for the mafia are starting to say, what the hell is going on here? Let alone what we know 
is open corruption and an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. The first chart here shows a bank record showing a $1 million wire transfer into the account of Hudson West 3 from CEFC Limited on November 2nd, 2017. And we have more and more and tens of millions to where we're at 130 million of absolute bribery. Now, who perfected this was the Duchess of Chaffington and her intern molesting husband. So they're starting to bring up, not prompted, the defense of the Duchess of Chaffington. And that's the... By the way, this is Goldman from New York. He's a rising star in the mafia and the heiress to the Levi fortune. And that's the critical distinction here between Mr. Trump and former Vice President Pence, President Biden, Secretary Clinton, is that there was no evidence that they willfully concealed material that was national defense information and that they attempted to obstruct the efforts by the National Archives and the Department of Justice to retrieve that information. Now, even Democrats who want to give Joe Biden a pass because everyone knows he's sick, who want to give a pass to virtually everybody except the Duchess of Chaffington. You see, that miserable wretch isn't well-liked among Democrats. People are starting to remember this. You probably heard by now, Hillary Clinton never had a State Department email address. She only had a personal one. One so personal that she kept an email computer server registered to her home in Chappaqua, New York. Why would she do that? We'll get to that later. Let's start with how. First, you buy a computer. Then you do some insanely difficult network programming. You Do you know why I played this squirrel? Because now people just say things and it starts to become reality. Oh, she had her own server. Exactly who has their own servers? You need to download special software and start tinkering with your computer software ports, like the simple mail transfer protocol. Then you need to connect to something called a local host database, rename the configuration files, open them up with a text editor, and start changing values, entering the proper domain name, SMTP server address, IMF server address, you get the idea. Or use a data center. Either way, unless Clinton is a secret tech guru, she probably didn't do this on her own. There are only two kinds of people who want a private email server. IT geeks and the people who worry about governments and companies spying on their mail. When you sign up for personal email accounts, your messages are normally kept on computer servers at giant data centers owned by companies like Google. But Hillary Clinton built her own. Hillary Clinton was the liaison between the Uranium One deal, selling enriched uranium to the now Russians as we sit at the precipice of World War III. Even Democrats can't ignore this open and notorious corruption. This isn't a political justice department. This is a corrupt one that would make Berlusconi blush if he were still alive, but he's dead. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Combine what we are seeing being force-fed, the open corruption of the Fourth Reich government, and the economy. This isn't going to end well. 512 days a long time to keep feeding people a lie. And you've heard us say this over and over again. This is a president that respects the rule of law. This is the president that wants to make sure uh, and has proven that to be in his actions to make sure that the Department of Justice is truly independent. And 
Wrong. This is a president that makes this country a joke. A failed laughing sack. And you, dummy, you're not fooling anybody. And, uh, you know, and he said that during the campaign. Uh, he's restoring uh, certainly the integrity of the Department of Justice. Integrity shouldn't even come out of your mouth, you fracking idiot, you bald-faced liar. It's just disgusting. It truly is. I was getting out of the car to go in the, in the city hall. And uh, there were these two well-dressed men standing on the corner, and the light changed. They kissed each other and went in different directions. One went to the Pomp building, one went to the uh, Hercules building. And I'd never seen that before. I looked at my dad. He looked back at me and said, it's simple. They love each other. Yeah. It was a bookie and a gambler. It was a payoff, dummy. 1953. Ne- never happened. But nobody cares what you have to say. Nobody. Because every time you open your mouth, you embarrass yourself in the country. We all talk about courage. Well, I see more courage in this lawn than I've seen in any time in the recent past. Yeah. It's courageous to make out with somebody. Very courageous. Uh, Greg and LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Aggravated. How are you? <laughs> Uh, aggravated too. You know, that's the thing that worries me about the property values that are going and, and, uh, the assessments are going to be high in Cook County and, and the values are going to start to sink and you're going to have that disparity between raising, rising taxes and value of the home. Not only have you lost a lot of money over the last, I don't know, 20 years based on the erosion of the dollar, you know, but yeah. now you've got to try and figure out when you're going to get out and where you're going to get out too. And I think you, the only thing you could do is, and you taught me this a long time ago on, on Sunday night, not only do you pick a state, but you pick a county in the state, and you better look at the local governments as well. And I think that's what most of us are trying to do. You have to, uh, babe. The commercial real estate, yeah, the commercial real estate part of it is kind of scares me, too. You see what's happening in San Francisco, and people aren't returning to work in Chicago in these buildings. So what's going to happen to those buildings? They're going to be filled with homeless. See, that's the plan, yep. and that's the plan where the government makes money. It'll rain from the federal reserve or from the Fed. The Fed will give it to the local corrupt governments. The corrupt governments will give it to their builders and whatever, and they'll build palazzos. Then they'll pay themselves, and it'll turn into another ghetto, which what used to be the financial district. By the way, in the city with the peacekeepers, thirty-one people shot, four dead. The only thing that improved from last year is eight dead. Last year, same amount shot. Thank you very much, Greg. That's what Democrats do. They fail and they lie and then they steal the money that comes in to stop the failure. But they cannot point to one policy plan, not one that ever worked, not one. The Democrats are a legacy of failure and thievery like the Ukrainians. Uh, George Naperville. Sean, I know you mentioned CNN, but when Biden loses the view, that'll be his Walter Cronkite moment. Well, those 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 girls like uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? The Joy, not Reed. Joy uh, Behar. Joy Behar is so hyped up on Botox, she can't feel her feet. This year, we're committing more mental health resources and new funding for programs to help families support and affirm their kids. A new federal initiative to address the LGBTQ homelessness. What about the regular homelessness? Well, you got to be you got you got to date a guy of the same sex to get some uh, answers for the homelessness morons and they just nod their heads and they'll ignore the fact of exactly who this dimwit really is now the Fox business exclusive hunter biden and a former biden aide invested in two chinese companies with ties to the he's old squirrel he can't remember all the letters they keep adding to it and he doesn't want to say what he really thinks so he just messes up the letters 
top levels of the Chinese Communist Party and its military. Emails show that as recent as 2017, Hunter's private equity firm held a 5% stake in Harv's amusement parks and interest in Harv's sports and entertainment. Both are backed by China's development bank tied to the Chinese military. The emails added that Harv's was partnering with NBA stars Magic Johnson and LeBron James in 2016 to host an NBA global game in China. In 2020, Harv's announced it was partnering with NBA China to bring all the Communist Party. And then they wonder, why is the White House downplaying incidents like this? Why did they deny it and then backtrack and then blame the Trump administration? Because it's not just this. The exact same thing played out with the Chinese spy balloon incident. And in the absence of a coherent explanation, I'm left to conclude that they are misleading the public. They are whitewashed. Also on CNN, Gallagher is his name, and he used to be a Democrat. Saying whitewashing. Mike. Chinese Communist Party aggression in order to preserve their policy of diplomatic and economic engagement with the Chinese Communist Party. This policy will not work for the same reason it has not worked for the last two decades, because the CCP is not interested in win-win cooperation. They're interested in domination. And so we need to take off these utopian blinders. We need to understand who we're dealing with, and we need to stand up firmly to CCP aggression. That sounds like something we would say, wouldn't it? That's a used-to-be Democrat. This is undeniable corruption. Undeniable. And in the meantime, they're going to keep attacking Trump. And they hope it works. It's not going to. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM 560. The answer. AM 560, the answer. Will Smith? Eh, good actor, terrible fighter. Slap like a girl. Bring that stuff to Mara's. I'd love to see it. In the meantime, I gave you 11 major reasons why the economy is absolutely in a terrible position, aside from the fact that the uh, EU entered a recession 60 days ago, and the market's up today. Does anybody know why? Why? Oh, the debt ceiling. And the funny money just keeps funneling in. This is all a charade. Kabuki theater. That's why they're focusing exclusively on Trump. And yes, I could have done the, they want Trump to die in jail. No kidding. They hate the opposition. Anybody who speaks up against the government supremacist is the enemy of the government. Simple. Trump is the one that most people support. So he's their biggest enemy. He did nothing. Nothing. When he was president, he could do what he wants with the so-called secret documents. He's the fracking president. I hope there's a video of him, Squirrel, on somebody's phone where he says, I deem these all declassified. That's it. Over with. As if he had to do that. In the meantime, senators, wives of of governors when uh, uh, they were Hillary Clinton, she was the secretary of state. Her own server, tens of thousands. None of that matters because the Democrats like the rigged game. They feel like they're a part of it, the useful idiots that they are. There's no scandal enough for them. Follow an intrepid local journalist working to expose the real-life impact of the U.S. Supreme Court Citizens United decision. Big Mouth Productions is also listed as Chubigny's employer on FEC filings that show her donation. Jack Smith's wife not only works in Hollywood, but was a producer on Obama documentaries? That seems relevant. ...to Biden's campaign. 
Records show she donated $1,000 to Biden for president and another $1,000 to the Biden Victory Fund in September of 2020. Javigny also made seven other $10 donations to ActBlue, a de- cheap, huh? $70. Bucks. Democratic fundraising platform and to move on.org's political action committee in 2010. Javigny- so she identifies herself as an absolute Marxist. Fraud. But that's not the real money. The real money comes from. Dr. Evil, George Soros, who handed over his empire to his son, which means he's close to death. The Wall Street Journal quotes Alex Soros, 37, as saying he's more politically active than his father, and he'll back voting and abortion rights and gender equity, along with left-leaning U.S. politicians. That ain't good news. Uh, who knows? Robert Lyle. Okay, give me two minutes. Hey, Sean, listen to me, and it's very important. If there's a civil war in the country, it can only be by the power that's in power. That means it has to be a Republican. By 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 Trump winning the presidency, this is what happens. The the Democratic Party will implode. Now, wait a second. They're going to implode and they're going to go crazy and they're going to start doing stuff where they're all going to be arrested. Trump will have the ability to go after the DOJ and the FBI and turn the page to get these people that were responsible from the very beginning. DeSantis can't do that. He's going to come in with a new administration. He's going to put everything on the back burner. There's, you're making Trump a big. You're making a big care of business. Two big assumptions. Yeah. Donald Trump is 76 years old. 512 right. days is a long time. How many guys you know between 76 and 78 just die? Okay, what is the, have you days. seen him? Have you first seen him lately? Days. He looks terrible. Are you not aware of the stress and everything? You're, you're, I, I'll tell you what, I think there's a chance this guy doesn't live for the election. I, what I'm saying to you, though, he's the only one that can make the changes that are Brother, necessary. that's not true. Listen, no, I understand why you did Then, Then explain this. Then why didn't he do it? He was the president. Four years, you know, this is, this is you're falling for a little bit of a trap. Four years he was there. He got bossed around by Fauci. He had the Senate in the House. He, he just had the... He had, he had the Senate in the House. They won in 16. Yeah, he had everything. But he lost the House, and that's why they so what? all this stuff. Brother, he should have been smart enough to know what's going on. You got the House and the Senate. You pass tax laws, and you make them sunset in three years. What the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? He's going to be he a wa- better president. He's yeah. going to be a better president for the next four years because he's got the experience. Oh, Robert, ask how, many, ask how many truck stop waitresses have their first husbands tell them, I promise I won't hit you again. Just do it right the first time, for God's sakes. You were the freaking president. If anybody could have stood up to the fascism, it was him. He had the support of the people. The reason that they want him out is he destroyed one of their main wings of corruption, the foreign policy swindle. And now they're all back in action, and they have the support of Republicans. That's what it makes us. Shut up, fatso. Chris Christie. 32 people in a room. You're just a New Jersey tub of goo. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how was the weekend? Splendid. Good. Listen, uh, what I wanted to talk about was this Chris Christie, what you already, uh, you already mentioned him and you played that clip of him. But where does he think he's going to go attacking Trump and his family like he is? Don't you think he should just drop out now? Who's going to vote for this guy? He won't even get 1%. He's there to make a dent. He's Do you understand? He never got 1%. He's there to make a dent. He's there to do damage. That's his only job. And let me tell you something. He's paid 
Probably a lot because it can't be cheap to get those custom pants you could fit on a Malone. Thank you very oh. much. I mean, this is the game. They throw these idiots at him. You think Asa Hutchinson with his stupid comb over from 1953 thinks he's going to win? They're there to make a dent, and that's all. Not a one of them, aside from Vivek Ramaswamy and maybe DeSantis, have a chance to change anything. There's three guys that could change it. Trump, if people give him another chance and he could somehow put lipstick on the pig of his last year in office, or why he didn't fire all of these people going into it. Remember how long it took him to get rid of this, the, the communists supporting uh, Comey? What do you do? What do you monkey around with that clown for a year? It's like the Ukraine war. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. You know what? While these, uh, while this uh, diaper uh, diaper dude in uh, who doesn't know what the heck day it is, if it's Tuesday or Thursday or uh, what year it is. Okay, here's what they're doing. He's they're going to get now. us into World War. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He his tooth was me. He heard on the tapioca pudding. <laughs> Listen, I heard. I've, I've been hearing things about like how they're moving all this aircraft around. And how um, there's these uh, people that are talking about, uh, they're, they're, you know, uh, military people talking. Looks, it's like doing all the kind of things that you do if you're going into like a, a World War Three. I mean, this guy, they're jacking around with Trump, and they're getting us into the World War stuff. They're, somebody ought to step up from the Republicans and say, "Look, at you're destroying this country. You're putting us at risk of a war." And all you're doing is spending all your Craig, time. Craig, you're underestimating what these guys go through. You understand there are no Congress people the way you think of it. There are no senators the way you think of it. These are all apparatchiks to the mafia. They're afraid to get persecuted in the way you see Trump getting persecuted. Bill in Hinsdale. Yeah, you just said that he looks like he won't make 530 days. I mean, yeah. he just went flew all over the country the last three days. He's out playing golf. And you, you actually made a comment thinking he, he looks won't terrible. Make it to a, yeah, I think he, looks, he terrible. looks terrible. He looks terrible. If he looks terrible, what's it, what's his opponent going to look like? I agree, but is that, the, is that the game? Days. Listen, what I'm saying to you is he's 76 years old. You understand? So what? How old is Bernie Marcus? What do you mean? See, that, that, there was a time make... in this country you wouldn't even entertain a president over 70. Just because the standards oh. have fallen doesn't mean we have to. I mean, Jesus. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. I've been saving all month for this. I think I need a root canal. I'm sure I need a long, slow root canal. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. You know what's fascinating about this time in America? You're supposed to not state the obvious. I could do a segment on the uptick in unexplained deaths, which, by the way, is between 18 and 22% worldwide since the implementation of the vaccine. And I could show how from 18 to 45, unexplained new uptick in a record number of deaths per country. And this should be something to be concerned about, and we need to investigate the vaccine. But if I say Trump looks like Gaga, and he could die, everybody goes nuts. What the hell is wrong with everybody? I hope he lives to be a thousand years old. Ra ra ra. But you do understand, he's 76, and he's vaccinated. 
And he's under a tremendous amount of stress and pressure. Most of which is an example of how corrupt the government is. And he should have known it. He should have known it. And now everybody wants to go for 512 days. Get the hell out of here. Think for yourselves. This is more important than one man. This is about destroying the culture of corruption we have become accustomed to. Simple. And then, you really want to go into the last year with me? Who wants to go into the last year? 312-642-5600. I'll bump my next guest. I will not do that moron radio. Change the station if you want to. Greg in Chicago. I got an idea for you. All right. How about McCarthy makes a coalition with Hakeem Jeffries? And here's the deal. <laughs> we'll take out Biden. RNC takes out Biden. DNC takes out Trump. They're both off the ballot. We got the deep state victory for another four or eight years. That's not from me. That's from my wife. What do you think? We- We've got the deep state victory. I'm trying to wrap my head around that. You see, there's it, it, in a perfect system, what I want is the elimination of the Republican Party. The Democrat Party is a party of corruption and failure, and everybody knows it from the guy who cuts your grass and drives your car to your accountant. Everybody knows it. So how do you destroy the Republican Party? And why was Trump so ineffective his last year? Here's a guy that negotiated peace in the Middle East. Here's a guy whose foreign policy everybody should love. The best foreign policy president this country's had in 130 years, right? Why is that mafia still in power? And now I got to deal with Chris Christie. I got to deal with, uh, with, with McCarthy. I got to deal with uh, old lady face Mitch McConnell. You know what I'm saying? There has to be somebody that understands what needs to be done and destroys the status quo of corruption. Or... We're going to be married to a person who will eventually die like all of us, like me and you and the rest of us. So do people want a reestablished republic, or is it a cult of personality? What do you think? Burn it down. All right, I like that. I'm with Greg, me and Greg, because I want the republic back. I want the elimination of the so-called swamp that's been articulated, but wasn't even dented. He didn't dent it. Jan Hoffman Estates. Hi, listen, Sean, this is about the scumbag state of Illinois, but how does our Illinois budget get $500 million for Black Lives Matter in the budget? Uh, Because they're the foot soldiers of the mafia, and they have to pay them off. That was the agreement with them. What do you think? All right. See, I can explain virtually any scam that the Democrats do. For the same reason, here's the other reason, Jan, for the same reason... The high up of the Democrat mafia hire their friends at various municipal jobs, and the money money laundering scheme continues. That's the way people like it. Kevin in Austin, Texas. Sean, I appreciate you taking me in last in the segment so I could get halfway through my statement and cut me off. Well, you just burned Uh, another 15 seconds, so you're not doing yourself any favors. Shoot. The thing is, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about Trump is too old, he might die. He's got a year and a half left. That's why you can't hold your hat on a whole on a, a one man or a great man saving the nation. No as kidding. Far as, uh, destroying the Republican Party, I completely agree with you that you got to break down the Republican Party, but you can't rebuild a whole new third party. It never works. It never has in history. So the thing to do is you rebuild the Republican Party from the inside out and the bottom. Ah oh, boy, ah oh, boy, oh boy, inside out, the bottom up. You're starting to sound like Joe Biden. In the meantime, I still have a very big question: Why would you hang around? Why would you bring to importance? Why would you make somebody profit like this? 
Jared Kushner has an IQ of 70. He's coming to Miami. We will eject him from Miami very quickly. He'll be leaving very quick, very quickly, very quickly. He has 100 security guards. I'll have 5,000 security guards. You want to fight? Let's fight. F*** you. F*** you and your abortionist daughter. Now, see, that's that scum Roger Stone. Scum who sounds like he needs a root canal, too. Why would he be involved with him? Not to mention Paul Manafort. These guys will never die, though. This kind of evil corruption lives forever. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty. All right, Patrick Moore has... Might have been kidnapped by the NSA, CIA, or another entity that wants to silence its critics and censor any opinion that is against the government-approved opinion. So we're going to take Dave and Harvard. Hi, Dave. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? I just jumped in my car, and I heard you say something. I'm not even sure if, if, if it was the right guy, but something about uh, he didn't even make a dent in the deep state. And yeah. I was like, what, is he talking about Trump, or who's he yeah, talking I was, about? Yeah, I was talking about why he didn't prepare to destroy the bureaucracies as they prove themselves to be corrupt. Now, where I said he made a dent was foreign policy. I think he did great on foreign policy. Great. Well, yeah, I think, I think the American people had to wake up a bit first. So, like, you're right, as, as people woke up to the corruption... It would have been nice to see them getting picked off. So let me tell you why, what I mean. For everybody to wake up to the corruption, right? Yeah, but he ran because of it. And it's why he got in, and it was brilliant. And I was hesitant in supporting him in 16. In 2020, he had won me over. But think about right. what he would have done. Think about what he would have done if he would have really dented the EPA. If he would have really dented the FBI, who he knew were coming after him with Comey. He knew what was going on. If he would have fired Fauci immediately. First of all, Fauci got caught lying. He kept him on. If he would have gotten rid of those people in the IRS that proved themselves tied to Lois Lerner and the FBI, like Strzok and all the rest of it, could have made a far better. And now think of this, Dave. He passed a very important tax law. Him, the Republicans in Congress, the Republicans in Senate. Why did they pass it for four years? Why, why do you pass a bill for four years? Because you want to run again on warning people. If I'm not here, it's going to go. But you know, you know you're being attacked, right? And he was. That's the silver lining. But my question to you is, you had an opportunity to make damage, real damage. You should have run like you, like, like you were never going to win again. And then the other thing is, you played lockstep behind following the advice of people who hate you. You know this in your own life. The people that hate you, are you going to follow their advice? Because they want to see you fail. That last year, shutting down the economy, I couldn't believe he did it. I was shocked when he did it. 
and then you fun, you try yeah. to I- imitate the velocity of money. You know, I read an article today. We're looking at well over two hundred and ninety billion dollars just stolen from PPP loans. I mean, two hundred and ninety. Excuse me, two hundred and ninety billion dollars that they can't find anymore. They think up to eighty percent has been stolen. It's almost as, almost as much as we spent in Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. And that's the beauty of Trump. That is what he did phenomenal. I still can't for the life of me figure out why he surrounded himself with scum like Roger Stone and Paul Manafort, who everybody knows. I got to say, though, I, I liked how he, he pretty much, you know, he forced them to turn up the heat a little faster than they would have without Trump. So the, the, the frogs are waking up I Listen. think where they may not have without Trump kind of accelerating the same their thing, plans or whatever. And listen, I'm not saying anything I didn't say against Reagan. Reagan surrounded himself with a scoundrel like George Bush. What he allowed to happen under his watch with Iran-Contra and the rest of it. I don't think he was aware of it, but it happened underneath him. We've never, we're only people, nobody's perfect. But to, and now you see the, the pressure he's going under. I support the guy un- unequivocally. But if he would address that last some, year, go ahead. He, I, you don't think he's some kind of sleeper at this point? He's just done too much damage to actually be a, a, some kind of sleeper for the deep state. What he what he's done is expose just how corrupt the go- go- government is. He, what he's done is, is that's, that's the I silver think. lining of Trump. And what he should do is say, "Look, I, this is obvious. I'm going to destroy. You. They're going to come after me until the day I die." So I'm going to support whatever, somebody younger. I don't think he'll do it, but I think I, you have to worry. How many guys do you know, Dave? How old are you? 52. How many guys do you know that are your friends that died in the last five years? Shoot, nobody. Well, you're lucky. I must know four. I'm a little older. I had a friend of mine drop dead healthy as a horse. This is something you got to worry about, right? You got to worry yeah. about it. He's seventy-six years old. Plus, he's vaccinated, Dave. We got a lot of lot of bad stuff from the vaccine. Thank you for the call, Dave. And there's more. And here's another thing that Trump did that was fantastic. He got us out of the World Health Organization. And right after Joe Biden stole the election, the first thing he did was put us back in it. Now I'm going to be showing you a video in a minute about the new cooperation between the World Health Organization and the European Union. Now, there's a new speak. This is Dr. John Campbell. You can see him on YouTube before he's taken down. He's going to explicitly talk of, of European Union, but we're in on this, too, thanks to Joe Biden. Um, I mean, a new word here um, called digital health. Now, until a few days ago, I can't say I'd ever heard of digital health certification or documentation, but there's this new idea, digital health, and apparently it's completely essential to your well-being. So I think you better pay attention to this video. Now, um, this video contains no reference to signatures having state authority, I'm pleased to say. No mention of uh, totalitarian systems, no mention of global surveillance, no mention of coordinated global digital control, uh, no mention of mission creep, no mention of thin end of the wedge, no mention of double speak and no mention of uh, sanctions for punishment. So don't worry, there's nothing to uh, be concerned about. Now he's being facetious. And that's another phenomenal thing Trump did. And it was reversed on the first day. On the first day. And here we are at the precipice of World War III. And the same characters and the same actors and the same Lindsey Grahams on the Republican side are all in. Why, is, why did he hang around with Lindsey Graham? Isn't he still golfing with him? Jeff, Plano, Texas. Hey, what's up, Sean? How are you? Good, Jeff. How are you? Uh, doing great. You know, 
I, I understand the frustration as far as uh, why didn't Trump go after him when he had the House and the Senate and all that other stuff. If you remember in the, in the uh, debates, you know, he, they said something about Hillary, like, what would you do? And, and Trump looks in the mouth and goes, you'd be in jail. I love it. So, so you know, in, in, order for, in order for an enemy to, to be taken down completely, they've, they've got to either get the illusion that they're rising to the top or rise to the top to where people can see it for themselves. And I think if Trump did, you know, as soon as he went in, you know, he, he let on. He let on. He was, we've got it all. We know it all. Then they got the envelopes at the funeral and all this other stuff. So he, he let them know. And if he went after him immediately, the, the media would have vilified him saying, you know, now you got your power. Now you're going after your opponents and basically be as bad as they are now, silencing their opponents and trying to take them down. But now, after all these years have gone by, now everybody knows. The, the sheet, the sheet, not like a history of the world part one, the sheet is up. <laughs> everybody, everybody is seeing this for themselves. And now the 74 million or whatever that were voting for him before, there's about 110, but nobody's saying anything because well, they see it. They're going after the kids and everything else like that. They know who the internal enemy is. Yeah, and and, and, by, and by not doing anything, it brought them all to the top. So everybody this season, they're all exposed. And when they rigged twenty election, that was it because they knew if they didn't pull out all the stops. So that infrastructure is in place. That infrastructure is in place. Now your state did some things to prevent election thievery. My state did it here in Florida. There are about sixteen other states. Yet the Democrats expanded and even corrupted through gerrymandering districts to nullify Republicans that are in New York, that are in uh, New Jersey, that are in Illinois, that are in California. They're nullified. So what's to think that they're not going to do the exact same thing again? And the answer is they are. So, you know, if you're asking me, do I know the specific answer? I don't know the specific answer. What I do know is that Trump is probably running because he, he feels that's a way to keep him, keep the wolves off of him. And unfortunately, I hope he's right, but what kind of toll does this do on this guy, who's 76 years old, right, who looks... Let me ask you, when's the last time you saw a, a photograph of him? Uh, three days ago. He looks. Does he look the same to you as when he was in office? No, he looked a little tired. I would yeah. be too if they were... If, we all would be. We all would be. It's understandable. What I'm saying to you is a lot can happen in 512 days. The other thing we need to happen is him to talk more. The, you see, the pressure on him is to talk less about the, the election theft. I think he should talk more about it. I think he should talk more about his case. I think he should be very on the offense of what he's being persecuted under and how he's the president. I'll declassify what I want. I'm more interested in why the government has classification on a billion documents. And why did you not focus on the, the money in the Pentagon that was missing? You didn't focus on the Federal Reserve and auditing. You ran on that, but you didn't do it. You didn't force it to be done. So there's a lot I want him to address. And he, by the way, Jeff, criticizing him on these issues, if he criticized himself and said, I'll never do it again, think about the support you'd have then. You know, mm -hmm. this, is, this is the other. This is the pro if he just said, I wish I could do my last year over again. Forget about it. He'd have a, he'd have eighty percent of the country would support him, eighty yep. percent. But to double down when you're wrong, I think that's a mistake. That's all. 
And then to say, listen, I'm going to pick my vice president, whoever the next runner-up is, is my vice president, because I'm old, and nobody knows what's going to happen. Do you imagine how many people would support him? How many people over 50? How many people with kids? What, I don't care how old you are. When your kids are born, what's the first thing you do? Think, what happens if I die in two years? Right? You go get, you go get life insurance. You know, yep. that's the, the humanity that he needs to focus on more. Because if we're going to pretend and buy this line that he's Superman, that's putting more than your eggs in one basket. That's putting your hopes of your country in one man. And that's not what we should be doing. That's all I'm saying. I I agree. When God does what God does, uh, there's got to be, it's incumbent upon us, the people, we, the people. And uh, I I totally understand that, you know, you can't, and you definitely can't look at DeSantis because as far as I'm concerned, he's controlled opposition. I live in Florida. You hear me praise him more than he's a great governor? You hear me say I think that Santa should be the president? No. There's only one guy other than Trump I think should be the president, and he's Vivek Ramaswamy. And the reason is, thank you for the call, he's not a government cockroach. He didn't have to navigate through this government, cut deals, and pretend lobbyists are good things. You want to change things, it has to be radical. And we have to stop the open and notorious pay-to-play that we call lobbying. That system has to be broken. I don't want somebody that's good at it. I want somebody that's repulsed by it. 312-642-5600. You know, it is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah, because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Because I want to be a cowboy, baby. An opportunity missed is worse than not having an opportunity sometimes. If we ever have the opportunity again, we have to have a strategic plan to change the trajectory of this open and notorious corrupt system we're calling a republic. And I mean it. George Soros' son is, what, 50? He's going to spend twice as much money. What will the future look like if we don't break the pay-to-play scheme we call politics. They're all whores. Pick one. The sides don't matter. Mitch McConnell, can somebody explain to me how he got his money? Oh, the Chinese shipping heiress. That isn't a link to the Chinese Communist Party. His father-in-law is linked to the Chinese Communist Party. That has to stop. As far as Republicans, how many of them get their money in the same fashion that we are repulsed by the George Soros crew? A lot of them. That has to come to a change, because in the meantime, this world government thing, this is catching on. It's a great pleasure to be part of this signing ceremony for the WHO Global Digital Health Certification Network Uptake Ceremony. The COVID-19 pandemic highlighted the value of digital health solutions in facilitating access to health services While the emergency phase of the COVID-19 pandemic is now over, investments in digital infrastructure remain an important resource for health systems. Get the hell out of here, you foreign corrupt pig. The COVID-19 crisis has shown us that our old systems are not fit anymore for the 21st century. There's the son of a Nazi, leader of the Fourth Reich, Klaus Schwab. That has to come to an end. That has to come to an end yesterday. John, East Chicago, Indiana. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? Splendid. How are you? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, I heard you mention about Trump being 76 and that he's not, that he's vaccinated. I have felt from the time that uh, basically the time that Biden got elected, he, well, got got installed. Yes. Um, I have felt that nobody in Congress and not Biden and not Kamala Harris, I don't believe any of them were actually vaccinated. I believe they were told by people behind the scenes to say they were vaccinated. So the American public would say, well, if they did it, we have to do it. But I think they were told not to get it because they didn't want 12 or 20 or 30 Congress people getting paralyzed and who knows what what not else that that wouldn't look good. That's John, I think it's America. And I think you can believe that because you've backed it up with evidence and you had a government conspire to keep away and even change the definition of a side effect and practice censorship so the American people wouldn't know. And that same government, including Donald Trump, indemnified them from prosecution. So they're held harmless. And that is an atrocity. And that needs to be addressed, John. That needs to be addressed, and that should never, ever happen again. Because those people at the World Health Organization, they're now in control of this. So what were the, the safety valves put in place so this could never happen again? And I need I, I want Donald Trump to address it, and I want him to address it soon. Tim in Hoopston. Hey, buddy, thanks for taking my call again. Uh, thanks. Appreciate it. Anytime. Hey, uh, I'll try to make it quick. Um, the, the Trump's Mar-a-Lago thing, the documents. They don't believe all the gaslighting, the propaganda, because they're, they're, you're seeing multiple stacks of these you know, bankers boxes everywhere. And uh, for, for crying out loud, he's only being indicted for, what, 30 some of them? I mean, and they want you to believe that they were just laying out. <laughs> well, I don't believe a word of it. First of all, they were Bed Bath no. Beyond. Do you think Melania goes to Bed Bath and Beyond? Do you think anybody at the White House was, hey, give me a Bed Bath and Beyond box. I want to put it here. Get the hell out of here. I don't believe a word of it. And here's the other thing, Tim. He was the president. He could say, it's mine. I'm taking it. He's the president. Only the president has the ability to declassify documents. He should have declassified right them all. You know, he promised also about the JFK stuff. He didn't do that. I mean, he did some, but he didn't do all. You know, follow through, baby, like a golf swing. The most important thing, Tim, is follow through. Thank you very much for making the call. Bob in Buffalo Grove. Good talking to you, Sean. You too. Never let a catastrophe go to waste. I Easy, Rahm Emanuel. Uh, what do you think, this is Japan, you nine-fingered dwarf? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I was watching before, um, you, you, during your 4 o'clock hour, I was flip, watching, flipping over to uh, the 5, and they had um, a report on the I-95 uh, bridge collapse. Yeah. And um, Buttigieg turned yeah. in on it. And, uh, again, never let a catastrophe like this uh, go to waste, mm-hmm. bringing up equity issues and other issues. Yeah. Um, it was an accident. Yeah. People don't realize that tank tanker truck is a huge bomb, and yeah. it went off underneath Bob, the bridge. Bob, I didn't watch the five. I was doing the show. First of all, how was Judge Janine? Fine. Crush on her. I got a little crush I, on you know, her. Did they, mention that the, did they mention that the union thugs, the extortion mafia that controls the ports, is on strike? Did they mention that? You know, he's the transportation secretary. Don't you think he should mention no. if the ports are shut down? No. Yeah, that's another little convenient fact. Turns out, squirrel, ports, shut down. 
This morning at West Coast Ports, where everyday products arrive and are then shipped across the country, there's growing concern dock workers may not show up to work again. Huh. Who do, who, who, who do they support, Squirrel? La Cosa Nostra. Democrats, how you doing? Get in a union. Like it's 1943. The unions control the flow of the supply chain. Where's Pete Buttigieg talking about a fracking highway? That's what he's qualified to do. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Little Jaws. Did you hear in Destin, Florida, squirrel, a black bear came out of the ocean? I mean, everybody expects a shark. What do you do if you're suntanning and a bear comes out of there? Of course, it could have been some municipal worker from up north on vacation. Robert Bloomingdale. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, kid? Okay. You know, hey, listen, you know, you're talking, everybody's talking about Trump's age and all that stuff. I'm doing well. They're talking about Trump's age and all that. He's he's, he's seventy four years old. So what? The man seventy six. Uh, he took the well seventy five. He took the test for uh, intelligence. He passed. And basically, these other candidates that are running are not once again not electable. And President Trump has to get elected in there because Ooh. I think he's the only chance we have. So, what do you so think? then, then you think you think he lost in twenty twenty. He, he, well, no, he lost. He, no, he he got cheated okay. out of it. That's what so happened. What, was a, what what what'll be different this time? See, that's yeah, that's that's what my dad and my wife say. That if the fix Your is dad. in, it's going to happen. How old's the old man? Well, he's about seventy-five years old. Wait a minute, you're, you're you 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 sound like you yourself are in your seventies. You mean to tell me you're a young man? Oh, excuse me. I, I yeah. stand corrected. My wife. I think I'm starting to figure out why you support all these old guys. You can't even remember your own age or the old man. All right. Well, listen, I think this is you're missing the broader point. He's the only president that it is obvious that he was cheated. What has changed in the country outside of good states to prevent it from happening in the future? See, the difference between me and everybody else, I'm not pretending this is a legitimate election. Mm-hmm. You stole it once. You're going to steal it again. What I said was we got 512 days. How many people do you know that died within a year of discovering a, a swollen gland on their neck? How many? I'm just saying, don't you think maybe we should start discussing the actual principles of what this Republican Party supposedly stands for, rather than buying into the trap of making this about one person who we all support? We all do. But in a perfect world, let me ask you another question. In yeah. a perfect world, would you even want to see this guy go through this? What we know he's gone through and what he's going to continue to go through for another 512 days. Wouldn't it be nice if you said, listen, take it easy, relax. We're going to run on what you did. We're going to run better and more strong, and we're going to correct where you were weak. Do you think that would be an interesting approach? With your support, with your support and with your involvement. Can you imagine if he coalesced behind Somebody, a real, another outsider. It doesn't have to be Vivek Ramaswamy, but he's the only one in the mix right now who's a real outsider. You see, the beauty of Trump is he was never elected to any other office. I love that. I think that's why he was so successful in so many areas. Where he made mistakes is where he surrounded himself with scum. 
like Roger Stone and Paul Manafort. Mm -hmm. Now we know to miss that and to get away from it, rather than pretending we like that or have to embrace it. Because the reality is, Robert, nothing has changed. They stole it once, they could steal it again. We need somebody who is undefeatable. And unfortunately, you, he, he won, and he's not the president. It'll be the same thing in 2024. There has been no safety nets put in place, none. And the powers that be in the Republican and Democrat, they're sitting there eating popcorn watching this show. I'd like it to stop for a multitude of reasons. Most of all, because I don't want to see the guy go through it. I don't want to see it. He looks terrible. I said it out of concern, not hate. I said it out of concern, not hate. The reality is he's been right about virtually everything except who he surrounded himself with, like this scum. Jared Kushner has an IQ of 70. Scum, Roger. Roger, scum. Who else did he surround himself with? Chris Christie. The grift from this family is breathtaking. Supported him twice, wanted to work for him, did work for him, then stabbed him in the back with a multitude of others. How many clips I have where he says Mitch McConnell's a good guy? Mitch McConnell's not a good guy. Mitch McConnell's a rat. He's part of the problem. He's a cockroach. And in the meantime, we need it to be different. We need him to take his expertise and put it behind somebody who is not able to be attacked on so many fronts and use what Donald Trump, the beauty of him, he has exposed. We do not have a Department of Justice. It's a Department of Injustice. We do not have an FBI. We have a KGB. Expose it and have him as consigliere. I think that would be a better move. Mike and Schaumburg. Yeah, how you doing, Sean? Listen, that guy blinking. You know, he doesn't blink. He's like a shark. He <laughs> looks at that. He, he looks at that guy like that actor in uh, Married to the Mob, who is Mercedes Tony the Tiger. Tony, Tony the Tiger. He was, I, I love it. I love it. Nice. I never. Didn't th- I didn't think I'd get a song, but I appreciate it very much, Mike. Joey T. Palatine. Hey, Sean, how are you? And thank you for everything that you're doing for us, man. I, I just love you. If I don't catch your shows, I'm listening to your, your podcast the next morning. But oh, I appreciate here's my that. question, because I respect you a lot and I want your opinion. I heard some strategists, Republican strategists, talking about how these millennials, I think it's from 80 to 93, give or take a few years. I'm not sure. But they said how they were all 15 years ago to the left. And now as they're getting older and they're having families uh, that they've started, they're starting to come to the middle. Do you believe that or do you think that's a crime? Oh, I think it's absolutely true. I think, it's, I think the kids, I think kids, too, that are affected by the uh, fascism of the Biden administration, the open corruption. I'm talking kids that are in their early 20s that live through the, the country shutting down and telling them they couldn't leave their house and stay, taking their, changing the trajectory of their lives. I think they're very irritated. And rightfully so. You know, I'm locked. I I have to tell you, brother, it's a different world when you're around people outside of the Crook County, outside of those Chicago Democrat, fat ass, useless wannabe gangsters. It's a different world out there. Did you hear that this this new knucklehead wants to put a a gate in? So if you enter the city, you got to pay a toll. I I was laughing when I heard. Do you know why, right, brother? You know why? No, why? Because why? New York just got the right to do it, and the Biden administration said okay. Twenty-three dollars <laughs> to drive from Who's anywhere. Go from if you're in New Jersey to go to Manhattan, twenty-three hoops. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. One other thing before I hang up. Uh-huh. What's your favorite cigar? Because I live right by McCray, and I'm going to try and get there after work. And I oh, you got to come there. by, but- and then you come up to me, and I'm going to give you my favorite cigar. It's an Avo Nicaraguan. 
Six by I'll 60 box pressed. I'll tell you what, separates the men from the boys. Thank you very much, Joey T. Where's that clip, honey, money of uh, of uh, New York? Is it on the next page? I, I sent my, my poor... I sent my poor honey money. How many clips today? 56 clips. Whew. I don't watch uh, men in costumes chase balls. The Biden administration has approved the city's congestion charge plan in an effort to reduce the number of cars in lower Manhattan, all bridges and tunnels south of Central Park, facing a $23 flat fee both ways beginning April of next year. New Jersey commuters are entirely outraged by the plan, which could be finalized. In a few weeks, Liz, more taxes coming at you. Yeah, it seems like they're intent on driving every single New Yorker to leave the city and go to uh, Florida, Maria. I mean, look, one, this is a thinly veiled, yet another thinly veiled attack on fossil fuels. Number two, if they're actually concerned about traffic flows in New York and congestion. See, they're fascists. They're not controlled about traffic. They're controlled about they're, they're obsessed with controlling you and making you pay. You could still drive in New York, but only the rich can. The poor guy, the middle-of-the-road guy, the guy who just wanted, had enough money to take his girl for a ride. You're done, baby. You're done. That's the difference between socialism and Americanism. It's expensive to be a socialist. Only the oligarchs can normally afford it. Teresa on the Brass Coast. Brass Coast, checking in, Sean. Um, you know, I've been thinking about this lately, and I was wondering what your thoughts are on this. Do you think of... Trump was elected again in 2024. Other countries and their leaders would still have the same respect and fear of him that they had the first time around after the last four That's years. That's an excellent question. I don't think he cares, and uh, he didn't right. have that. He didn't have that respect because he said, "Be careful." He had that respect because he fought in an unconventional way. Right? You got a problem? Right. I'll go see you. Look what he did in North Korea, as opposed to this dimwit. The reason he, they're saying he has a root canal is there was a NATO is expanding just the way everybody predicted it would. NATO is, a, is, a, is only second in corruption next to American bureaucracies and the Ukraines. So he didn't want to have to be questioned about it because he can't answer on the fly. And the Marxist mafia didn't want to pretend, put him up in front of the microphone to take a chance. So it's easier to pretend right. he still has teeth in his head, like it is that he has hair. It's the same lie. Thank you very much, Teresa. 312-642-5600. Bill on the south side. You'll be first when we get back. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Get someone sneaking now we're talking. There's another guy that died young. What a tragedy. Only to be played by Kevin Spacey. Another tragedy. Bill, Southside. Yeah, I was going to say, Sean, I, I believe Trump uh, thought he could win people over by progress. and He didn't realize how embedded the deep state was in all the branches of government, the law enforcement, even the military. I think you're right. And, uh, he and you know another thing too, Trump. You know, I, I'm uh, Trump. I, I was uh, I spotted a book in a secondhand store one time about him before he ran uh, for president. He actually went to a military academy. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know, and uh, so he had some military uh, academy experience in that. But that's why he kind of clung to the military. He just didn't understand their leaders are all corrupt too. A lot. You know? Bill, I was a big. You got to remember, kid of the '80s, Reaganomics, the boom. Trump was it. I mean, I, I yeah. read everything I could get my hands on that, that he was involved in. I'll never forget, in the, in the 80s, finding out that he was a Democrat. I was like, what? 
I couldn't believe how he was a Democrat. And then you understood why. It's because the city where he did his business, he had to bribe him. And then I, right. I would think to myself, why would a billionaire do that? He got a billion fracking dollars. You know what his? You know what the the trust fund is made up of? Seventeen thousand rents. That's what Fred made. See, Fred was a Fred was a little bit of a government whore too. He got his money during World War II to build housing for the GIs that were coming back. That's how the Trump fortune was really made. And he built seventeen thousand uh, uh, rent checks coming in every month. That's the money. That's the stem of it. And he loved Trump. Trump was his his hero. He we had his uh, most faith in him in him and Donald. And uh, it's a very interesting story. And then you think, well, you got all this money. Why are you paying off these these whores? Can you imagine being a billionaire and Rahm Emanuel tells you, hey, you want to keep that property, you give me 50000 or we're done. Get the hell out of here, wouldn't you? So there's a lot of interwovenness that I didn't like. And the Roger Stone connection, to me, there's no excuse for that. The bastardization of our Pentagon is because of, of uh, Manafort, Stone, and Black. Take a look at the torturer's lobby. And you tell me if you could explain that. That being said, the greatest foreign policy of my life, of I think the last hundred years, is Donald Trump. So he had a way to cross, double-cross those guys where he needed to, which was key, but he should have been more prepared for the thievery of the 2020 election. He should have been. And that last year, I thought, sucked. I want him to talk about it. And you could win um, everybody over. You come out and you tell these kids, what happened to you was outrageous. All these kids were in their 20s. If elected again... I can't believe I made the mistake of allowing it to happen, and I guarantee it'll never happen again. He'd win everybody. And as for anybody that stole the dollar from the PPP, you're going to go to jail, and I'll make sure of it. At the same time, I'm ripping apart the Justice Department. I'll put in good, good lawmen and make sure the American law is not only fair, but it's implemented. I'll reverse everything that happened in my last year and for the last four. That's how he wins. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so with all of the Fourth Reich persecution of an ex-president, there's a lot of talk that it's being uh, used to hide the fact that the son of the sitting president is an undeniable conduit of corruption. That might be true. It's definitely one of the reasons. I think the other reason is we're kind of ignoring some major, major economic signs. For instance, foreclosures are up 14% in the highest rate since 2009. That seems to be a big one. I want to bring on an expert to discuss this. He's the resident expert. He is E.J. Antoni of the uh, Heritage Foundation. E.J., how are you? Sean, I'm hanging in. How are you doing? Well, I'm. it's interesting to watch how people are manipulated. It's interesting to watch how people are distracted. Jennifer Granholm was proven to be a fraud and a liar as she told uh, Josh Hawley, I think, a year ago that she didn't hold any stock in the new green energy, and she does. We now have the evidence. But more importantly, we've got some real economic data that's troubling if you're not an oligarch, if you're not in on the scam. And I kind of want to go through a little bit of that, but could any of this be made possible if the American people weren't lulled into a complacency to accept the corruption that we 
taken in Chicago, Illinois, as it now spreads nationwide. How are they getting away with lying about absolute data that proves we're not only failing, but we're in a recession? Well, Sean, I think that speaks to the complete lack of critical thinking skills, courtesy of a failed educational establishment, where so many Americans are willing to just believe the the claptrap that they hear every night on television, instead of just opening their own eyes and seeing what's going on around them. Immediately after the debt ceiling uh, was agreed to by so-called Republicans, immediately after, there was a major uptick in benefits to people who are on Section 8 housing and food stamps. Major uptick. And yet still, there's a whopping 8 million Americans that are currently in households that are behind rent more than 60 days in this country. These are numbers are something we didn't see since 2008. How long can they keep this information from the mainstream media, do you think, in your opinion? Or, or has the failure reached a level that it's hard to ignore? And, and can you explain to me why the Dow Jones is up today? Well, I, I certainly think that it, it is reaching critical mass. You know, a recent poll, uh, I believe it was uh, by Rasmus, and showed that 50%, so exactly half of the country, believes we're already in a recession right now. And, and that could very well be true because of so much of the data that, that we've already discussed so many times on your show. So I think we are getting to a point where a, a decent number of people in this country are not believing what they what they hear anymore and are finally waking up belatedly it's taken them long enough right in terms of why are the markets rallying right now you know i think a key part of it is that as inflation expectations come down uh, people are thinking that the fed is not just going to pause but pivot and when that happens the printing press is going to roll again and the and the market's going to be justified in its climb i've always believed from growing up in chicago that democrats goal is to fail it's within that failure lies their true strength as they use that failure to get more control of assets and spread more corruption. But you've got something very, very interesting happening in the S&P data. U.S. manufacturing sector fell into contraction territory. It's arguably the largest construction, and job cuts were up 315% compared to the same same five months last year. That's a staggering number. And yet, nobody's talking about it. Nobody. I mean, honestly, Bloomberg today talked about money from the government, a billion-dollar scheme to pretend that we're building EV stations that are private companies. And I sent the clip to the lovely Honey Bunny, my producer, and it was, it was censored in one hour. She couldn't load the clip from Bloomberg. How much of this do we have to tolerate before people start to get really upset and start demanding that the government put its hands back in its pocket? Well, probably when we start getting mass layoffs, not just the the relatively small number of layoffs that we've had so far. But, I I mean, when that eventually happens, though, we have to be very careful about wishing for it, because like you were just saying, governments never let a crisis go to waste, as uh, I think it was uh, Emanuel said, right? So when these crises occur and they're caused by government in the first place, the government then seizes the opportunity to get more control, to justify more intervention in the marketplace, and people really are going to need to have their heads on a swivel to say, no, you guys are the ones who caused this mess in the first place. You guys are the ones who have driven our manufacturing jobs overseas. You, You have no right to tell us how to run the manufacturing sector that you have so thoroughly decimated paul the meetings this week isn't it with that dummy jerome paul i i believe so yeah so now here's an interesting thing 
for a year, really. They've been lying to us about the situation of inflation for a year. They come out and admit, in order for things to be fixed with inflation, we have to put you out of business. We have to contract the economy. So they start the process to destroy the velocity of money and lending. Only to the ordinary American. The oligarchs still have the special sweetheart deals, and so does the banks with the repo market and the rest of it. They really weren't affected by it. So we're now at this point where you got 8 million people who can't pay their fracking rent. We don't know what the actual foreclosure delinquency rate is. We just know that they're up 14% month over month, which is staggering. Right, have we had enough pain? Do you predict he continues to crank it up? What do you think is going to happen? Because Bloomberg... And some of the experts in the Asian market are starting to say, no, he's definitely going to hold off. What do you think? No, I, I would not be surprised if, if they pause this time around. But I, I think we're definitely going to have another rate hike at some point this year. And, and the reason for that is because one of the key things that Powell looks at is not just the, the current rate of inflation, but people's expectations of inflation. You know, he, he is very much of that Keynesian mentality that yeah. if people think there will be inflation, that's what really causes inflation. It, it somehow has nothing to do with, you know, the trillions of dollars of money that they printed out of nothing. Oh, no, it's not that. It's people believing there's going to be inflation, so they run out and spend their money before prices go up. Now, obviously, there's some truth to that, but it's not the cause of inflation. It's the money printing. I mean, yeah. since when does money not, not abide by the laws of, of supply and demand? So as because inflation expectations still have not gotten back to 2%, I think another hike is in the cards at some point this year. The Longshoremen Union has really, they have not evolved since 1943. I mean, if we could just bring Marlon Brando back, he could do On the Waterfront again. They are promoting a strike. They're already not showing up to work. Nobody, I didn't hear anybody. Nobody talked about it. I had to go to Los Angeles to get the report because it affects them because of uh, Long Beach. Um, what happens if they go on strike? And will that be a reason for the next presidential candidate to run on breaking the back of the Longshoremen Union, which has controlled the flow of, of every necessity Americans need for, for half a century, and they've never been stronger, and they refuse to implement AI, which is sweeping all other nations, how long do we have to put up with the labor extortion mafia when it c comes to the base of our supply chain issues? Well, you know, Pete Buttigieg, our wonderful uh, Secretary of Transportation, you know, he never solved any of the backlogs from the California ports. The only reason we stopped hearing about it was because they mandated that the ships wait further offshore. And so they're literally just on the other side of the horizon. So you can't get a great picture for the news every evening. And also, by, by virtue of the fact that they're that far out, if you can believe it, that means they're not technically waiting in line. And so the official government statistics reduce the number of ships that are in queue, even though the number of ships waiting actually hasn't changed at all. And, and so you know, he obviously has shown zero backbone uh, in terms of this and many other issues, trying to break the union and trying to actually unsnarl all these uh, supply chain backlogs. You know, but the more pain that these unions inflict on American families, yeah, I, I think that gives more uh, politicians uh, the nerve to be able to say, you know what, this is not good for America. This is not good for American families, and we do need to ban them. Everybody talks about three-dimensional, four-dimensional, five-dimensional chess. Nobody looks at our economy controlled by the mafia, as it is right now, 
as the real queen in the chess game of, of life. And if the failure is, is ridiculous and more and more people are on welfare, more and, poor, more and more people need the government to pay their rent, don't you think that plays into the hands of the government supremacist, the Democrat, more than does anybody running for president in 2024? Well, it's it's a bit of a double-edged sword, right? Because on the one hand, you have a lot of people who are already addicted to the welfare state. They're already trapped in those cycles of dependency. And for those people, the last thing they're going to tolerate is any kind of cut in the dole. But on the other hand, you have the other half of the country who's not on welfare, who's not in that cycle of dependency. And they're beginning to recognize, I think, that every time the welfare state gets expanded, what happens? Their taxes go up or it's less worth it for them to go out and get a job and work hard and earn for themselves because they're seeing a bunch of bums, frankly, who can sit on welfare and not work at all and have the same standard of living they do. The American oligarchs, the pretend Wall Street, was all in China. They're heavily invested in China. I believe, unequivocally, Joe Biden and the American Democrat Party is an asset of the Chinese Communist Party. It's the only explanation I have for so many of the policies that destroy, in a controlled demolition, the American economy and enrich the Chinese Communist economy. When you see the, the horizon and the green energy movement, none of it makes any sense. They, they bring on experts before Congress. They admit as such, we cannot convert to the electric boondoggle and the rest of it. How much of this do you think is with a knowing participation of Americans, hedge funds, American so-called capitalists, how much of this do you think we can stop with an election? You know what? I, I think a considerable amount, and the reason is most of these uh, hedge funds at the end of the day, yes, I'm sure a bunch of the CEOs, right, they, they have their own political leanings, and they would like to see a lot of this, you know, so-called green energy garbage uh, actually become reality. But at the end of the day, most of these people care more about the almighty dollar and making a buck for themselves and their shareholders. And that's why a, a decent number of companies actually just over the last year and a half have been selling off stakes in non-performing uh, green energy projects. But they're not selling off all of them. Why? Because a lot of them are making money because they're getting literally billions of dollars in subsidies. Thank you, Inflation Reduction Act, one of the worst yeah. names named bills ever because it doesn't actually reduce inflation. But it doesn't change the fact that those investments are profitable because they're basically just a cash cow from the federal treasury. So if you get a different president and a different Congress in there, who are going to cut off the gravy train of federal subsidies, then those investments just aren't financially viable anymore. And those hedge funds are going to sell them off at that point. You know, I was going through the economy of COVID and all of the terrible things that happened. And although Trump wanted to not shut the economy down, he tried to do it for 15 days. But the reality is there were some deals cut to BlackRock. How does that happen? How do they get billions, trillions? They, I think they have $16 trillion. Have we ever found out how much of the American money, the Treasury, is invested? How much was directed during COVID and how we unwind it? How, do, how much money are they still in control of, of the American Treasury? And how do we unwind it at this point? No, no, we, we've never had any kind of detailed information on that. And, you know, shame on all of the Republicans in the House of Representatives right now 
who said that they were going to investigate exactly this type of thing and have failed to do so. I mean, and, and it's one thing if they even uh, uh, at least began the investigations and then didn't really go anywhere with the information that they found, but they haven't even done that yet. They haven't even tried to turn over a few rocks and see what's underneath and see exactly where all this COVID money went. I mean, the amount that has been wasted in fraud is absolutely staggering. It's measured in the billions of dollars. I, I saw one report uh, from last year that said of all the COVID spending, which was several trillion dollars, right, of all that COVID spending, a full trillion of it was fraud. And hundreds of billions of that actually went to the Chinese who were oh. doing things like uh, stealing people's identity and filing unemployment reports and getting the unemployment bonuses sent to them in China. And somehow the Treasury did that. They literally sent unemployment money to Chinese bank accounts. I have to tell you, EJ, I have been truly disgusted since the debt ceiling. Truly, truly disgusted. And, you know, I, I, I think most people didn't understand that, at least to me, the way I interpret it, we had one opportunity to go through things and to have even a, a small concept for the ordinary American to understand just how much fracking money is being wasted, being frauded. We don't even know where the damn money is. When you see that they give this kind of blank check, and hope that we win back the, you know, the the White House and the Senate. At a certain point, is someone going to mention, do you have any intention on ever paying more than just the interest? A loan that no businessman would take out. On interest only, with no amateurization, no concept of it. I mean, isn't it just a game at this point? Do we even want the truth? No, it, it very much is a game. I mean, look, this reminds me of tulipomania which was something that happened uh, in Europe literally centuries ago, where people were investing in different colors of tulips. I kid you not. And there was something called the greater fool strategy, where even though people eventually realized this is the dumbest thing in the world, how is it we're paying literally like a year's wages for a flower, for a bulb? And yet people were doing it because they realized that, you know what, I may be a fool for doing this, but there's a greater fool tomorrow who's going to buy it from me because they think that there's another fool after them who they'll be able to turn a profit on. And the prices of literally flowers went through the roof. And then all of a sudden, overnight, the entire thing collapsed. And governments have gone that way, too, in terms of their finances. And if you're going to continue down this unsustainable path, that's what's going to happen to the U.S. Treasury market and the U.S. dollar. You know, it's just, it's just nauseating to me that we didn't have many... We had a handful of Republicans, but we didn't have many to articulate just how bad the debt ceiling deal was. And in the blink of an eye, we're at, uh, what, 32.9 or 31.9 trillion in the U.S. debt clock countdown. And the reality is the interest on just three entities, Medicare, Medicaid, which is all one, Social Security and Defense, just the interest is 600 billion a year. The revenue to the government is down almost two-thirds as we continue to fail. What do you think taxes look like in the future? Do you think they can continue to have or even this illusion of a tax system that only takes 40%? Uh, what does it look like? How do you get out of it? 
Well, taxes, Sean, taxes are going to have to go through the roof. And, and actually, the deficit has, has got, or I'm sorry, not the deficit, but the, the interest expense on the debt. Uh, we just had a report from the Treasury come out today. I think it was $62 billion they spent last month on interest on the debt alone. So it's actually getting even worse. It's going to be more than $600 billion, uh, you know, this year, both the fiscal year and the calendar year. So it's getting worse, not better. That trend is accelerating. Uh, and absolutely, taxes are going to have to go up to pay for it. It's just a question of are we going to raise taxes explicitly or are we going to do it implicitly through the hidden tax of inflation, which has been the Treasury and the Federal Reserve's choice the last several decades. Whenever we get into one of these really tight binds, what happens? We just print money to inflate the debt away. I think there's been a, a level of ignorance by the American people when you think of, that we fought a war over a, a, one tax increase on one item. You saw uh, the president just okay, the White House anyway, just okay a ridiculous fee to drive into Manhattan that was reported on one station and one station only. $23 to drive into Manhattan. And the, the people argued in New York City, and they sent it to the White House, and the White House rubber-stamped it. Isn't this something that we could be experiencing where you're doing that kind of quasi-European communism where you start to double and triple and quadruple charge people? I mean, after all, people were already paying taxes on their gas. They're already paying tolls. It's one of the highest toll states out of, out of Illinois. And it just, what are you going to do? When they decide we're going to take more and more, you're simply going to be extorted if you can't turn to government to protect you, right? Right. And, and that's why, you know, two things happen. Number one, people say enough of this and they get the heck out of these liberal states and they move to places like Texas or Florida. Great state. Or or what happens is all of these businesses, for example, who, you know, the business owners having to go over these bridges, let's say, or a truck transporting goods is going over these bridges. And what do those people do? Those those owner operators, they pass everything on to their customers, all of those additional costs. And that's one of the key reasons why places like New York City are so insanely expensive to live. Same as Chicago. You look at the quality of life you get, and you say, what on earth am I paying for? You're paying for taxes. But you're not just paying for your taxes. You're paying for a lot of other other businesses' taxes as well. So what article are you working on now? Oh, the next up is looking at the Fed, everything they're doing on interest on reserves and reverse repos and explaining how this is literally just corporate welfare for banks, for hedge funds, for money market accounts. You know, I do a show where, and I'll I'll play this girl, there's a welfare queen queen out there, and she releases a video basically every day, and she tells people how to file for this and that. And I always say welfare, Roach, but I I always follow up with even the corporate ones, which in, in, in my opinion is worse than the people who have been undereducated in their cities, because these are guys who learned how to work the system. These are these pretend Wall Street capitalists who are nothing more than corporatists, and they're more diabolical than the people who have been driven into poverty by a failed education system or a corrupt city. In the meantime, EJ, and Tony, you know I love when you come on at the Heritage Foundation. You can find him. Keep an eye out for the new article. Now, I have my favorite. That's running. I don't think we have honest elections, so I try not to get too wrapped up in the kabuki theater of an election. But I think the only person that could fix this is somebody from the outside who has a fundamental understanding of what capitalism is. I'm all in for Vivek at this point. Who do you pick? Uh, you know what? I have absolutely no problems with with Vivek at all. Every time I've heard him open my mouth, I just am nodding along yeah. in agreement. I, I think he is so spot on on so many issues.
Now, do you think he can adapt? I mean, I understand you said his name right as Vivek, but I'm from Chicago. I say Vivek. You think he'll be offended by that? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Certainly not by my favorite radio host in the country, Sean. Thank you very much. He is EJ Antoni. I appreciate it, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Till then. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I'm still confused by the amount of people that think the election's legitimate and we should shut up and pretend it's real. And I'm also troubled by a lot of the people that are pushing that narrative. Liars. Like, here's something I just got uh, sent to me. Red Lion Politics. What is this organization? Nothing. Here's what they uh, tweeted. Breaking. Vivek Ramaswamy is reportedly going to drop out of the 2024 Republican presidential primary sometime this week and endorse Donald J. Trump. This is some guy in his basement. This is Poppycock. I wonder if he wants to bet that prediction. This is the kind of stuff I can't stand. This is, I, don't, I, I don't like the scams. I don't like the fraud. I'm one of those Americans that wants integrity back in not just the government, but the country writ large. I don't want to pretend this is all on the up and up. None of it is. None of it is. I want these bureaucracies destroyed and rebuilt. And I want rules in place so that elected officials and the people that work for government, you don't get to profit from policies anymore, right? Jennifer Granholm, Tramp. Let me ask you about some disturbing ethics reports related to your department. This is from the Wall Street Journal. U.S. ethics officials in recent years have warned one-third of the Energy Department's senior officials own stock related to the agency's work. More than 130 officials in the Energy Department collectively reported about 2,700 trades of shares, bonds, and options in companies that ethics officers labeled as related to the agency's work. Do you own individual stocks, Madam Secretary? No, I'm invested in mutual funds. Good. Um, so this report from CNBC last year that said that you violated stock disclosure law nine times, that's not right, accurate? Um, I did fail to um, um, file a report in my first year that I thought was supposed to be filed at the end of the year and had to have been filed three months earlier. So I was late. That was a... And it, this was, you don't own any individual stock now, so maybe you did when you first came and you converted them to mutual funds? This was, yeah, it totally was the sale of what I had had because I'm not uh, owning individual stocks. I, understand. I don't own individual stock either for the same reason. My, my question to you then is, do you think that other senior members of your department or any department in the executive branch should own individual stock? Why shouldn't we just ban that like we ought to ban it for members of Congress? Um, and leave it to Congress. I think it's easier when you don't uh, own individual stocks. However, I've got an update. I mistakenly told the committee that I did not own any individual stocks, whereas I should have said that I did not own any conflicting stocks, Granholm wrote in a letter explaining her thievery to the Epoch Times. You lie! Yeah. And what's going to happen? Gatsangul! Hey, did you know Trump got indicted? Getting sick and tired of it. Really am. But not Cream Puff Jim. For a check sent to his house every month, bi-monthly, he'll take virtually any kind of corruption. Isn't that right, Cream Puff? 
I got a long stretch this time, Sean, a long stretch. Oh, what do you got, one of those funny months where you got it? And I, oh, yeah, you yeah, put yeah, money yeah, on steak right. yeah, sandwiches and dip? Yeah. yeah, I went berserk. But anyway, the greatest boxer in American history was Paul Powell. He was the Secretary of State of Illinois. Right. He put more money in... He put more money in boxes than any human being that ever lived. Oh, he in boxes. boxes. Oh, all right, he, all right. Yeah, he, he, in boxes, I mean, if he didn't have rigor mortis when he put him in the casket, he would have been no. stuffing money into the casket. We know, but he was the best boxer in history. Cream puff. But my favorite was I the think, congressman. I think, I think, wait a minute, now wait a minute, Joe. Let me, get, right. let me finish this spiel. Oh, all right, go ahead. But, but, the, but, they, but the, it's got to go to Trump. They, nobody's got more boxes than that character. You believe I Melania mean, shopped at Bed Bath & Beyond? Come on. The feds brought it in in their, in their, in their windbreakers. Do you think that there's anybody in the Trump family that ever went to Bed Bath & Beyond for guts? Come on. You know better than that. Come on, man. Not to mention my favorite guy, bar none, of boxes with chicanery was that dimwit congressman who had the 70 dimes in his freezer. That scallywag. And you know he's a Democrat, Jim, because Democrats like you, you voted for him again. It's like that idiot smoking crack. Marion Barry can't get enough abuse. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, you know, my only issue with Trump, I voted for him the first time, is he, he's got a good base, but he doesn't seem to ever expand on it. And I don't see how he's going to uh, do that in this climate. And the other thing is, you know, like every good mob boss, usually when they take over, everybody dies. And he allowed too many snakes into the... Couldn't get over it. But I I, I really was suspicious, because I'm going to tell you what, I didn't support him. First of all, I was voting in Illinois at the time. It was prior to moving, and my vote doesn't matter. When you vote Republican in Illinois, it doesn't matter. Um, So I wrote, you know, not good enough. And he won me over with his foreign policy, which was absolutely phenomenal. I never saw anything like it. And he had some very good deregulation of our energy sector. I mean, phenomenal president on those topics, but always supporting himself with the scallywags, like Roger, I mean, surrounding himself with Roger Stone and even uh, the, the guy in, with Treasury. Steve Mnuchin, I think, is an absolute roach. Always did. The biggest Wall Street money bundler to Barack Obama. That bothered me. And I listen, I'd love it if he was the president right now. He, he won and he got robbed. How did that happen? It happened because Republicans wanted him out as well. What we need to capture is so many of his good policies. And as far as the base, I think you're wrong. I think he's getting more people with the obvious persecution of a corrupt government. I mean, I'll tell you what, I, I would gladly vote for him again. Gladly. And I'll argue about the specificity of his issues, as I always do. But that's because I want a legitimate government. And can he do it again? He could, but you have to worry each and every day of what he went through, how old he is, and the constant attacks. That's the problem with a corrupt government. It's easy to to take out your enemies. Thank you very much, Don. And that's what we're witnessing. It's outrageous what's happening. Outrageous. And it'll continue to happen for 512 days. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. So Democrats, as you know, I believe there's only two kinds. The organized syndicate members and those that are too dumb to see it. And that follows all the way through to justices. Ooh, don't say that. Why not? Two sitting Cook County judges. Two right now. 
are on the Table of Wisdom LLC with that scoundrel fraud with the pocket full of Viagra at Burke. And they've been made a fortune throughout the decades, in particular in these short-in-the-pants Irish mafia cities and states. But I want to give you a little example. No matter where they are, they're all the same. Here's another crook county judge, and uh, I thought you should be updated on this. I'm Anthony Ponce in the newsroom with a heartbreaking case of stealing from a fallen hero. A former Cook County judge has been ordered to pay back millions of dollars that she is accused of stealing from a late Tuskegee Airman from Illinois. They always wanted to fly since uh, being quite young. I used to build model airplanes. Oscar Lawton Wilkerson Jr., affectionately known as Wilk, was the last known surviving Tuskegee Airman from Illinois. He was trained to fly the B-25 bomber after World War II in the country's first black aviation combat unit and grew up, then settled in the south suburbs. We had segregation back in Chicago Heights where I was born. Before Wilk died in February, a day before his 97th birthday, he'd put a trusted friend in charge of his finances. But according to a complaint... When that friend's health deteriorated, he handed them over to Patricia Martin, his ex-wife's niece and a former Cook County judge. She stole the fracking money. Both of the same race, but more importantly, it was the party affiliation that was the tip-off. Do not put a Democrat in charge of your money at any level, in any place. That is when things started going wrong. Last July, Wilk got a notice saying he owed more than $40,000 to his senior home, which is when he then learned that several of his bank accounts and retirement funds had been emptied. A complaint says Patricia Martin used at least $246,000 of Wilk's money without permission, investing nearly half that amount in cryptocurrency for her personal gain. The yeah, 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 yeah. Another thieving moron. That's the mafia aspect. Now... Let's update you on the stupidity, which can sometimes bring a smile to my face. A GPS route has led a Tustin man to a Canadian jail. According to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the man entered the wrong information into his GPS. He ended up at the Niagara Falls border crossing, and they say he didn't have a passport. So they put his car through inspection and found about 400 pounds of marijuana and more than half a million dollars in cash. Oh! There you go, stupid. Ask the evil Google machine where the drug drop-off is, and it took you to the Canadian Mounties. I love that story. How much time I got, Squirrel? I want to tell you about a new drug. There's a problem out there again, and nobody's going to help you except your own knowledge. They say there's a new synthetic drug making the rounds with kids as young as 13 called Pink. And even though some experts say it's stronger than heroin, it's legal in most states, and your kids could be buying it right over the Internet. The culprit is this. A powerful new synthetic opioid called Pink. For Salt Lake City affiliate KSTU reports the drug known as Pink or Pinky on the street got its name because people are sniffing it off their pinky finger. What's more, the deadly drug can be ordered on the Internet for about 50 cents a capsule. Guess who sells it? The Chinese communists who own the so-called president and how many senators and congressmen. Have a young kid try to go buy a cigar anywhere, and he'll be thrown out on his ass. But you buy a synthetic narcotic that can kill you from China, you're contributing to the Democrat Party. We'll be back in 21 hours to kick their teeth in again. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.